Hello and welcome to another episode of CX Conversations. This is your host Vivek bringing you CX lessons from CX leaders from around the world. Today I'm going to be talking about how to build a customer service team that delivers exceptional customer experience. Although you may think that AI is disrupting customer service, you would be surprised that most customers are still looking for human empathy when they reach out to customer service. Let's be honest, technology alone will not help. Brands need a rockstar customer service team to deliver exceptional customer experience. Discussing the nuts and bolts of building such a customer service team is our guest today, Jasmeet Singh. Jasmeet is the VP of Customer Experience at Make My Trip Group, India's biggest online travel and holiday booking company. Jasmeet has been with Make My Trip since its inception in 2000 when he started as a sales executive. Over the last 19 years with Make My Trip, Jasmeet played key roles in different functions across the organization. From sales to customer support to now heading the CX function at Make My Trip, he has seen it all. What you would not find on his LinkedIn profile is that Jasmeet actually joined Make My Trip as a part-time data entry operator when he was in 12th grade. He stepped up to fill in for a sales executive who was on a sick leave one night and Jasmeet has never looked back since then. I personally had an opportunity to interact with Jasmeet when I wrote a post on LinkedIn about my incredible experience with Make My Trip customer service. Jasmeet jumped in not just to thank me for the appreciation but also to answer customer queries that were being posted on that thread. I knew I had to host Jasmeet on CX Conversations and here we are. Jasmeet, welcome to CX Conversations and thank you so much for making the time for this. Thanks Vivek, pleasure to be with you on the podcast. Thanks and pleasure to host you on this. So, when I look at your journey at Make My Trip Jasmeet, I was surprised that you took a detour from sales to customer support and customer experience. Could you please share how and why you took the CX path? Well, uh, Vivek, actually I wouldn't call it a detour, but it's more like a progression towards better customer service team if I were to take it or see it that way. Once you've been through sales cycles, your appreciation towards handling post-sale services, customers queries in a very different way versus if you do the other way around. So uh, for me uh, while it's a great cycle to uh, follow but that's how it's been I see it more as a progress than uh, detour wonderful wonderful and was there any other thoughts that you had like uh, post your sales experience that this is something where you found the calling for you know in sales follow up for example is one of the key parameters if you were to really convert at a high conversion rate uh, and yes. i see that applies very well in customer service environment as well so one of the major escalations related if you were to just scan through why do we get escalations are uh, largely because of the follow ups so for example if i commit and i do not call back and so on so those those are the areas where we want to sort of go out of the way and kill it if you have done sales i think personally that your follow up with the customer is of a very different level so if i have committed a timeline i must get back whether it is social otherwise phone and email which whatsoever the channel is so that's how uh, that, that's one learning that i clearly see from sales uh, that one could draw parallel with wonderful jasmeet so tell us more about your current role at uh, mmt what are your short term and long term goals as vp of cx at mmt group 
So uh, Vivek, in short, uh, making customers happier is the goal of the organization, short and uh, long term both. But this year, right. the idea is to uh, work on a new metric that we've uh, been planning for a while called Customer Effort Score, CES, nice. as it is uh, known widely for. This is basically why we said CES on top of CSAT is because I see a very high correlation between CES and NPS. Because when mm-hmm. we were trying to do it with CSAT and NPS, we couldn't build much. But with CSAT hitting high 80s, we thought, why not switch uh, to a better or a different metric? And that is CS. So that's more like a short goal. Along with that, uh, we also plan to do a major revamp on the chatbot experience. So idea is that how to basically, and that's my very recent question on LinkedIn as well, asking people what do they prefer as a consumer. So mm. clearly chat is turning out to be one of the big one across and we are working really, really hard on that. So for both brands in Make My Trip, we've launched Myra a while ago and on Guaybibo, we have a chatbot called Jia. They're doing uh, some phenomenal work for us and uh, that's another goal for the year to make it world-class. The third one being, uh, which is actually ongoing to make agents who are our sales service executives, their life easier in terms of giving them better tools. So we are calling it one view for now. Currently, we use outsource a tool, but we are now building our own within the organization. So that's how we place this year. Wonderful. That's great. Thanks for sharing that. I am personally a loyal customer of Make My Trip and have always been delighted by its customer service team's professionalism. Could you share how MMT ensures that its customer service delivers customer delight? Firstly, uh, thanks to you for sharing uh, your experience. Usually I've seen in India specifically, you do not really have very happy customers reaching out and appreciating in uh, public, which you did. So thank you so much for that. The goal is to have, uh, you know, there should ideally be no need for our customers to reach out through contact center or through any medium. Idea is to have mm-hmm. solutions built online seamlessly. And that's how actually most of our product features that go live in various line of businesses uh, are, are basically built on that premise. However, it's uh, quite impossible to get to know human zone, at least for now. So we need to invest uh, and we actually invest heavily on trainings and automation to help improve our customer service executives largely. The most recent one being voice to text analytics that we've deployed. And I'm sure you know, traditionally you would pick up two, 3%, 4% at most of call recordings of customer service agents, go through that, give them uh, quality feedback and then move on. I never was a very big fan of two, 3% sampling. So I said, how do we do 100%? But 100% manually wasn't really a choice purely because it does not make sense. So we uh, deployed this new text to uh, voice to text analytics, and we are now able to go through 100% of our call records. Not just that, we've actually built on top of some analytics, which gives us real-time feedback of what customers are saying, whether it is going to be uh, any escalation later on, customers are upset, what are they talking about, are they asking for supervisors. In general, you get sentiment analysis out of it so that's what we have invested very recently and actually if i were to just put it in a very simple way we live consumers data in and out and love solving uh, whatever comes away that's amazing that's awesome actually and i can imagine there must be a rigorous training and upskilling regime for your customer service teams also to ensure that they are up to the speed 
for all of these technologies as well as in terms of their interpersonal skills. Could you share what kind of trainings and development programs do customer service teams undertake at MMT? Sure. So you're right when you say that there will be quite a few. And there are the way we uh, do it, Vivek, is that at the time of reduction and because large force workforce is outsourced, so it is very difficult for that workforce to connect with our culture, which is GoMMT's culture. So what we do is we've actually carved out two days in their induction plan, which is usually a paid uh, you know, days from our end. Ideas to invest from day zero to let those service executives to actually gel well with our culture. When we when we say customer first, we really mean that. So those two days is all about how to give customer priority, even if it's not our fault. Or how do you make sure that you help him by going slightly out of the way and uh, serve that customer well? So I think a combination of our uh, values, MMT, Go MMT values, and customer incentive, these two trainings are pretty much ongoing and starting from the induction period. And then we also do a lot of, you know, confidence building with our uh, customer service executives, because at times we've seen customers would literally, and uh, I shouldn't be using that word, but they literally bully you over the call, whether or not it's your fault. So how to handle that situation, those tricky situation, tough situations. So we do a lot of stuff in uh, order to help them uh, handle it better. Okay, that's wonderful. And uh, I'm actually quite astonished when you said that you've got like is the entire customer service team is an outsourced partner yes you're right except a delight function that we have which is more like third level escalation or fourth level which is very rare in our scenario that is the only unit that we have in house the rest everything is outsourced so all our and we work with close to 10 odd partners so it's uh, it's yeah for both brands Put together, we have close to 10 partners and it's not an easy one to bring all of them together and uh, be on the lines that you would want to fit. But I'll tell you, as a customer, I have never felt or ever realized that I'm not talking to someone from MMT. So wow. I, I can tell you for sure that as a customer, these guys are, from a customer's point of view rather, these guys are doing an amazing job of representing MMT to, to your customers. And what I was also amazed with in your previous answer is the amount of technology and the right technologies you guys are investing in when it comes to ensuring that the coverage of the review is 100% because the reviews is where you're going to get a lot of the nuggets of wisdom, which can then be fed back into the system for its improvement. So, which is awesome and kudos to you guys for doing that. Thank you. I think it is uh, always good to hear such great uh, stuff from our customers and uh, we'll continue to do good job at it. That's great. That's great. So you mentioned about CES, the customer mm-hmm. effort score, which is the right metric, I believe, for the customer service team. Do you also have other customer experience measurement and management processes and, and how often is that reviewed? Sure. So uh, like I mentioned, majority of our time um, is to study all possible matrices, including a few that we monitor by the hour. So there are uh, matrices that tells us literally by 30 minute interval as to how the contact center health check is going because like i said there are 10 and then you got to make sure that not even one is off track because if one is off track the day is gone so uh, there are teams uh, our workforce management teams that literally hawkeye throughout the day other than that for example in social we have a dedicated desk that manages queries and i am happy to share that 
when we do internal benchmarks, we are the fastest in order to respond to a social queries, be it on Twitter or Facebook. CSAT, like I said, another metric, CES, NPS are customer-facing matrices that we literally live by. And then there is a whole lot of, and I, if I can give you a number, there are 70-odd matrices that we look at more as a pulse report. There are multiple people in the team. They would look at those 70 matrices throughout the day. The structure is such that we have a, in order to manage these outsource partners, we have a team and we call it command team. That team is responsible for uh, managing the show for uh, both the brands. And the review cycle is such that layer one, so if we have three layers of command team, layer one is meeting the partners or talking to them literally every day. Then there is weekly, then there is monthly follow-up. The big one is QBRs, quarterly business reviews, which is where I try and be uh, there as well to just see the whole performance and how do we, and more than performance because you monitor performance day in, day out. With our partners also, they've come up to uh, the level where we discuss way forward more than what has gone wrong. So that's how the whole review mechanism in place that we have at GoMMT. That's amazing. I can, like from hourly to rather half half hourly to hourly to going to daily as well as weekly monthly and quarterly that's an incredible review process i was just curious while you were talking about this what about when you are onboarding or rather recruiting a customer service partner do you have certain principles or certain assessment parameters which you you make sure that you uh, those the, the partners have to qualify those and only then you kind of take them on board? Absolutely. I think that's one of the biggest or the important legs for us to uh, proceed. And we haven't, uh, you wouldn't believe there are partners who we've been working for over a decade now. So in 2008 is when we decided to outsource. We realized at that time that we might not be the experts and we should hand it over to the experts who can manage call center much better than us, which is more of a roster management, schedule adherence uh, and so on. At that time, also, usually people see outsourcing as cost-saving metric, whereas in our case, that wasn't the thing. We said we will outsource to the best possible partner that we can find. And at that time, company called Daksh, IBM Daksh is how it IBM was called. Dutch, yes. Yeah, so that's how, uh, and they were not cheaper uh, among the other partners. But we said it's not yeah. about money, it's about going with the right set, uh, great management. So they were our first partner and happy to share that. Uh, it's been over a decade that we've been working with them. And the goal is to have like-minded people on the other side. Performances do go up and down, but it's all about the way you handle the situation. Because if you are able to handle the situation well, then the confidence moves much higher than what it is otherwise. So you may find cheaper or a value partners purely from saving financials point of view. But I don't think we've ever uh, had that as a criteria. It's more about like-minded people who understands or who's, who actually can contribute well. So there have been cases where we did onboard partners, but also realized that they're not the right fit and within a quarter. So we don't take much time to offload uh, them. That's how the philosophy has been. Great. And I'm just curious also to go a little deeper in this because I'm sure there are so many startups that are growing up at breakneck speed and soon they would be looking at onboarding customer service partners. So having a certain set of parameters, basis which a company like MMT is assessing its customer service partners, could you share some of those parameters on which you're making sure that 
your partners are qualifying the best way to do it is to not go by the of course you have to have credentials do not just get impressed by the logos on the sales deck but also do a little more deep dive and talk to better processes or better companies that you feel so for example if you're going ahead with a partner and they claim to manage a program for amazon for example so meet someone for that process have a more like a interview session if you were to onboard these guys you know in house do they match the frequency barring the sales so if you meet a couple of processes uh, leaders those who are managing and not so usually in partner program there are a client side who would uh, do the selling side and the other one is delivering so i'd rather recommend yes. to meet the delivery guys meet uh, you know just have a very candid discussion how do they manage to the level of uh, the complex process to the easier one ask them for frequency and then have a basically if i claim that i am managing amazon and they are very happy with me and we've grown account from let's say 100 to 10000 then i would like to talk to someone in amazon as well so just do some due diligence on those part because largely when you are in a contact center environment base matrices are very clear so you can't really do much there another important part that my recommendation would be to at least startups would uh, be to uh, spend more time in hiring get involved yourself do not uh, leave it to the partners to date i can assure you whenever we launch a new business within the group for example experiences is the recent line of businesses that we have we made sure that our team command team do get involved in the hiring process we pick up process manager to the first set of pilot badge ourselves train them ourselves and then make sure that we hand over so that is where you need to invest a lot of time to not completely be dependent on them and say you do hiring you do training you create my documents i think that would be my recommendation wonderful i was expecting some quantitative matrix but what i've gotten out is more qualitative and which is amazing so i'm just going to summarize for the benefit of everyone else so first thing is don't go by the logos on the sales deck make sure you are doing your own due diligence and not just from the sales perspective but also from the process perspective meet the process managers and discuss with them at length about how they manage complex as well as simple processes and then if they have certain accounts that have grown go meet those accounts as well and and understand what has their experience been the third thing or rather the fourth thing is about when you are recruiting people at your own end in order to manage these uh, partners you should be spending a lot of time on that as well right absolutely in fact on the when you'll say quantitative versus qualitative i would say from the matrices point of view it's very easy i would say that yeah, it's kind of standardized that's what you yeah you would say okay manage csat for me and i will say as a partner okay i will manage csat the nuances in capturing csat would be very different so i can and very recently and i'm with all transparency i'm sharing that till some point we would actually solicitate feedback and we say let's say if i'm talking to you as a customer i would say there is going to be a survey please fill in if you are happy with my services and then you disconnect but we realized that a there was no way to check if 100% agents or executives are asking for it because then that's neutral point but what we observed that there would be uh, let's say if i'm a good executive i will make sure that I, or i know that it's a good call that i just had so i my pitch will be very different versus a call which where customer wasn't really happy i wouldn't even pitch so customer wouldn't even know that there is going to be a survey coming his way and you know yeah. who cares versus 
it's like biased sampling absolutely i didn't want to use that word but we've removed that so if you contact yeah. make my trip or go ibibo there is nobody on the call center who will ask or seek for feedback himself you will get a feedback after the case is resolved from a neutral party and then uh, that's how you assess so that's why i didn't want to spend much time on the on the matrices because that could be very very misleading got it great now this is time for some rapid fire questions jasmeet are you ready sure <laughs> okay so which is the one book you would recommend someone and why so uh, very, my recent book uh, called delivering happiness it's uh, basically based on zappos.com written by the ceo of zappos i love the part about the passion and culture that they talk about of zappos and eventually bought over by amazon uh, it's a great book wonderful what was something you learned from your customers that you'll always remember actually it's a very common question vivek but uh, my answer has been that we learn from our customers literally every day so uh, there is coming our way like i said we are living through that data day in day out so we pick up at least one thing every week if not more was there something specific that you learned something from your customers in the past and you've always remembered that and made sure that that is brought if i give you my personal experience because i have the good part i think with me has been that i have handled sales i've handled a uh, post sales myself so i have as an executive picked those calls and uh, spoken with these customers there are customers who are very who would be very tough with you but there are customers who play super patient role with you so i think my learning if i were to pick one and that has worked really well for us uh, as a command team also is to uh, be patient with your customer with everyone within the organization to be able to get work done so i think patience is what i learned from my customers uh, and it stays with me for a very long time wonderful my next question is what would be your word of advice for anyone joining the customer service team but i think you've answered that anyways there is this quote i don't know by who but i just love it because it says and we usually use it for our induction i use it for my team is that ask your customers to be a part of the solution and don't view them as a part of the problem usually it's the other way around so that helps great great what cx challenge are you trying to solve at mmt right now actually at present there are quite a few but on top of my mind it's basically we're working on how to reduce customers effort to solve their any query not just complaint but any query that you for or reach out through chatbot or through ivr because there's a lot of stuff happening on the self serve platform as well so just trying to reduce their efforts and hopefully uh, we'll be able to do some good work in the coming weeks wonderful that was amazing jasmeet with that we've come to the end of this podcast i would like to thank you once again for being a part of cx conversations thank you vivek for having me here i think it was fun uh, talk to you it's always uh, good to actually talk to people like minded people thank you once again and uh, really appreciate your time thanks jasmeet it was it was fun talking to you and a pleasure hosting you on cx conversations thank you and to all our listeners this is vivek signing off from cx conversations until next time bye bye